Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And welcome back to Wrestling Mindset, Meeting of the Minds. Today, we're here with the great David Carr. David, thank you for joining us. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So we'll jump right into it. Let's take it from the top. Let's make the, the most important thing the most important thing. You're a man of faith. Talk about how that has not only impacted your, your mindset, but, but your whole life. Yeah, I mean, faith is a, I mean, number one, it's a big part of my life. Uh, I try to make it a priority. Every day I wake up, you know, I'm trying to read scripture or watch a message. And I feel like it just guides out my day, my week, um, and so on. So, you know, that's something that helps me be the best version of me. And I give a lot of, you know, glory to God to anything I do. And, you know, I'm kind of, without God, I'm kind of nothing. So I, I kind of appreciate uh, being able to share my faith with anybody. And, you know, being my dad, you know, my dad's a pastor. And he's a great wrestler, but, you know, he's a pastor. And so I kind of grew up just learning about my faith and things like that. So. Yeah. Coming from a wrestling family, talk about your upbringing and how, and the faith that you've received from, from, you know, your family, as well as the mindset. I mean, there's gotta be a lot of things that are going on in the, in the car household different than other families that we could all take a page from where maybe, you know, 20 or 30 pages from. Yeah. So my dad, uh, you know, never put too much pressure on me kind of going up. I started wrestling kind of late. I started in like fifth grade, but you know, the main thing was just, he wanted me to have fun. Um, and he also just wanted me to, uh, know that, you know, this, whether you win or lose this match today, it doesn't define, you know, you know, your identity is in Christ. And like, you know, he just kept, kept me focused as far as like the guys that are beating me now, I'm going to be able to beat them later. Cause I'm going to keep getting better. So he just made that um, important. So I think sometimes, uh, you know, it can be tricky having a dad and a coach, but he just, he balances the relationship when it's time to be dad, he's dad. When it's time to be coach, he's coach. And so, that kind of helped our relationship really well and grow. And so, you know, I'd say one of the things he's always telling me is, you know, writing down your goals. I remember being in fifth grade and I wrote down my high school goals were like four-time state champ, Ironman champ, Super 2 champ, and Fargo champ. 
And those are just the tournaments. I remember watching guys who are good do those things. So I remember watching a lot of really good wrestlers. I was like, okay, this wrestler, Mark Hall, he won Fargo, he won this. Or I watched this, he did this, he won this. So I was like, these are tournaments I want to win. And from that point, my dad kind of just like, all right, this is what we got to do to get there. Um, by the time we get to high school, we got to be ready to go. So those are just some things that my dad had me do, just writing down my goals, looking at them every day, um, you know, staying focused. I think my dad said something like 70%, 70% of people who write down their goals are more likely to achieve them. So um, I really like that. Yeah, absolutely. And now having um, having two boys myself, a little girl, I think about, you know, the, there's always the, you want them to do well. You want to see them succeed if wrestling is even something that they choose. Now, right. growing up, how, how was that with you in terms of the, your, you know, your dad pushing you versus when to back off? What are some specifics there that maybe you, you could get into? Because it had to be tough. I mean, knowing how much talent you had, he had to have seen it. But yeah. then, it's, well, if he, if he sees like, well, maybe, maybe David wants the day off, well, well, we'll give it to him now. And, and then maybe as you got older, how maybe it was more firm or less firm. I don't know. Yeah, you know, this is something, so I was at the Olympic Training Center, and Burroughs was actually asking my dad kind of the same type of questions. He's kind of, he had all these questions, kind of asking, hey, what do you hear? Like, do you push me here? Do you, what do you, so it was, it was pretty interesting. Um, I, what I remember is my dad was really like, um, I'm trying to think of the word. It wasn't like soft, but he kind of really, he would push me, but let me like know that like, hey, if this is what you want to do, it was like, hey. I'm going to have you do this like extra bike sprints, but like, do you want to do it? You know, I think this will help you get better. You know, you don't have to do it. And I'd be like, no, I want to do it. And he kind of go about it and then just push me as hard as he could. You know, I kind of push until I kind of fell off the bike or if we're doing rope climbs, he's like, Hey, I want you to, I want you to do like, I want you to aim for three or five. Um, you know, I think that'd be good. If you think you want to do something else, what would you want to do? And I was like, no, I'll do the rope climbs. It was kind of like that. He kind of really, just was real easy with me at the beginning and then as I get older I remember him just being like hey if you if you listen to me you're gonna be really like you're gonna be really good because you already have all the attributes he's like if you listen to what I'm saying mental like the mental part of it we call them like neck up reps just like you kind of lift your body your physical body uh your anything else you got to do your neck up reps so like from here up what are you thinking and things like that so he's like if you buy into what I'm teaching you mentally and you, you have the skills, you know, we can, you can go far. And I simply was like, all right. So from that point on, once I got to kind of my freshman, like my sophomore year, I kind of just bought in whatever he said, you know, if you want me to run two or three miles, I was on it. If you want me to bike until I fell off the bike, I, I would just do those things. And how about there had to be some days where you didn't feel like doing it or days where, or maybe there weren't, but there, there probably were some days where, where maybe you went a different direction than what your dad said. And how did he deal with it then? Did he back off? Did he say anything? Um, if, if he felt like, and sometimes I wouldn't respond how he, he'd want me to for some workouts. And maybe that was just me kind of, you know, not maybe wanting to do something. And he would actually coach another coach in a way of coaching me and supporting me. Cause I have a really good relationship with one of my coaches in high school is named Pat Macklemore, really good wrestler. And so he would coach Pat Macklemore to coach me up. And like, I had so much respect for him too, that like if Matt, Pat Macklemore was asking me to do something, I was like, I was on it. So maybe my dad can get me to respond like, Hey, I'm going to need you to really push hard this next six minutes and get this many takedowns or do this. And I kind of like shrug it off. And then later on he kind of, like, all right, 
you know, today I can't really get through, get through to David, you know, let me coach up uh, Macklemore to encourage him to get him motivated to crush this workout. And then Pat would do a really good job. He'd come around me, kind of get me, Hey, let's go. This is, this is time. I know you're cutting weight. I know you're tired. I know you don't want to do it, but this is when you want to do it. And I'd hear it from him and just kind of different person. And I get right back to, okay, it's time. So sometimes, you know, my dad can get through to me sometimes and he would coach the other coaches to kind of what he wanted to say to me, he kind of tell them and they put it in their own words. And then that would be a way. Cause sometimes it's hard to hear from dad, but if you have another coach coming in and be like, Hey, we need to crush this workout. You got seven minutes left. So let's do this. I'd be able to kind of tap in and, and finish the workout. That's great. A quick break from today's podcast. Wrestling season is here. Wrestling Mindset is the number one wrestling-specific program anywhere in the world. This season, make sure to work with a Wrestling Mindset coach to get the mental edge so that you can build confidence, stay motivated, and bring out your best when it means the most. Wrestling Mindset works with hundreds of wrestlers and teams each year. We have a special offer this season for our podcast listeners. Go to our website at WrestlingMindset.com, click on the free trial session, type your name and information. In the last section, you'll see additional information Type in podcast discount. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount and teams will have a $200 discount for any team program. Again, go to wrestlingmindset.com. Click on the free trial session. Type in podcast discount under additional information. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount in their first month and teams will receive a $200 discount in any team program. Get the mental edge today. Now back to our podcast. That's, that's great advice right there. Now you spoke about neck up reps, right? What were some of the things you've done? Okay, so of course, writing your goals down. How about confidence, building pressure, um, relaxing under pressure, dealing with nerves? What are some of the conversations you guys might've had? And, and also some of the things you've come across on your own. You've been in a heck of a lot of big matches now yourself. So uh, what are some of the things you've learned and some of the things that you've, you, know, you, you think now of how to prepare yourself for that? So I, you know, I, I think of, uh, so my dad reads a lot of books. So I, I would read a lot of books in high school. He used to pay me to read some books. And now I kind of, now I'm older, I just read them on my own, but I learned a lot from reading uh, books like Mind Gym, Failing Forward, uh, man, uh, what's uh, Cy- Psycho Cybernetics. There's a lot of books that my dad kind of read, had me read and they're mental things. And a lot of the books that I read, Peak Performance and these things, just kind of te- teach you how to like, like tap into your potential, how to really lock into a certain amount of time. And so like what I've learned in like some of the bigger matches and, and things like that is just having a routine and being able to calm your nerves and also just having gratitude. I think that's a huge thing. I, I try to have a lot of gratitude. Like I get to do this. This is something I love to do. And, uh, you know, that kind of eases my nerves. Like, hey, this is fun. This is kind of a game. I want to go out there and have fun, score a lot of points. And so that's kind of something my dad instilled in me. And then, of course, you know, my dad kind of helped me with a lot of tricks. Like there's we have like kind of cues that kind of help me reel it back in if I get too nervous or reel it back in if I'm getting tired in a match. So like maybe if I'm like getting a little nervous, I have signals to myself. Now, it might be something for someone else, but what I do, I like pull down my singlet and feel the singlet and push it in pressure. And that just gets lets me know, like, hey, I'm ready to go. Relax. Let's go. Seven minutes hard. And so I just say that to myself as I do it. And then I also have some affirmations. I'll kind of just keep repeating in my head. Uh, it might be different for different people, but I try to think about my strongest attributes. I'll just say them back and forth as I 
pulling my singlet and then my nerves kind of go away, especially if you're in like the world finals, national finals, some big stages. Those are some little keys I could go to. Um, I know my, my coach, St. John used to have like tape. He'd tape his finger or tape something. He could rub it and help him relax. That was something he would do or get kind of like, okay, back to, back to focus. Um, Burroughs maybe pulls up his socks. There's, there's so many different things you could do, but those are kind of some things that my dad had me do. Or as I'm walking back to the center, refocusing, grabbing something, my headgear, my singlet, just something to kind of, all right, we're back in the match. Right. And there's a physical component and the mental, it, it feels the physical, the mental, the emotional, it's all tied together and you have a plan. In other words, you're not coming up with this at the NCAA tournament. You, you, this is well rehearsed. Now, are, are you thinking, do you visualize this? Do you do this in practice? Yeah, you- this, this is something I do. Even if I don't have a single, I'll literally just do this motion, fix my, these are things that, you know, that I visualize and practice. Like I do a lot of meditation. I do a lot of visualize, visualization. Um, it's really good. Like great boxers, great uh, high performance athletes. They do a lot of visualization. Um, you know, sometimes, uh, uh, if I, when I'm getting close to a tournament, that's like important to me and I really want to do well or a match, I'll just sit down and visualize the arena. Um, I'll visualize what it's going to smell like, what it's going to be like. And so, you know, the first time I went to nationals, when I got there, I had visualized and done all that so many times that when I got there, it just felt like another tournament. It felt like another day. It's just like, I've seen myself win here. I've seen it so many times. I proved it to myself with my work, my work ethic, that my mental. And so when I get there, it's just like, I'm ready to go. This is, this is what I do. You know, I visualize it. I've done the training, the work's done. It's just, now it's just getting back to business. I love it. That's great stuff. And like you said before, that you're, you're always putting positive information into your mind. I know you said you watch a lot of the wrestling mindset clips during the season, just fill your head with more positive things. Um, what are any good lessons that you've heard? Something, uh, something that we, something that we've said that maybe made you look at something a different way, or maybe, maybe not taught you something different, but reinforce something you've already have known. I, I have like a ton of stuff in my notes because I, I listen to stuff when I'm working out. Sometimes I'll just write some stuff down. I won't find out my notes right now, but something that I remember distinctly, you know, I'm working out, I'm losing weight. You know, some I remember there's some stories that you guys kind of shared. There's one story you talked about how uh, this coach is in the sauna. The guys are trying to lose as much weight before a certain time. And the coach is just drinking a ton of water and drinking a ton of water. And then he comes in and then loses the most, like loses like eight or nine pounds. And the work that athletes are like, what the heck? How'd you do that? And it's just kind of a story about hydration. Uh, there's another one uh, I remember listening uh, that you guys talked about, just kind of a principle of uh, you want to be like a lawyer. You want to prove yourself and writing down your workouts like you know journaling like if you're doing all these workouts every time you do that that proves that you can be a national champ every workout you do remembering you're like proving to yourself hey i did the extra sprints hey i did the extra workout i watched the film i wrote down my goals and every time i do that i'm like proving myself that i can be a national champion so you're kind of like you're a lawyer for yourself and you're proving that hey these every time i do this i can do that um a lot of good lessons I've learned, you know, I kind of, that's something I kind of lean on, especially if I'm getting negative or if there's an injury or something happens, I kind of try to find something in the podcast, something I can listen to that I can like, Oh, that's a good, you know, I didn't think of it that way. I'll write it down and I'll kind of keep it. But that's, those are some things I kind of learned from your guys' podcast some things that kind of kept with me. Awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you like, I'm glad you like the show. Uh, young kids looking up to you. 
what advice do you give them? Middle school kid, elementary school kid. I want to be like David Carr. There's many people out there saying that. What are some of the things you tell them? Um, for sure. Uh, number one is, you know, have something to believe in. You know, I don't want to tell anyone what to believe, but for me personally, I believe in God. And so no matter what happens, you know, whether I win or lose, it doesn't shake me. If I win, I don't get too high. If I lose, I don't get too low. And I'm very even keel right in the middle because uh, my faith is grounded. And so if you have some values or some morals that you, you know, integrity, something like that, that you really strong cling to, know what those values are, and that will take you really far. So whatever that is, for me, it's just my faith and, and just being a good person. Um, number two is um, just believe in yourself. Never count yourself out, you know, put all the chips in for yourself. Really trust that what you're doing is working. My dad always says, trust your stuff. Every time before I wrestle, I'm telling my trust, trust my stuff. What I train, what I do, it, it might be different than what other people do, but I'm trusting that my process and what I'm doing is going to work. And if it doesn't work, I either win or I learn. There's no win or loss. You either win or you learn. And so I think the more that you understand that, the better your career is going to be. And the last thing, number three, I just say, uh, have fun with it. You know, you're, this is middle school, high school. This is a great time to uh, have fun, enjoy it. Uh, this is a time to grow. You know, you know, you just want to have fun, grow, be a scientist. When you're in the room, try different things, work on things, have fun with it. And uh, it'll take you far. Awesome. Great advice. Now, what, what do you have coming up? What's the next event? What's our uh, first event? And what does it look like for this upcoming season? Okay, so next event I have is the U23 World Championships. I leave next Tuesday. So that's kind of what I'm training for right now. And then after that, uh, you know, kind of a week later after the Worlds, I'll have uh, a tournament in Florida. That's our first dual tournament. And uh, we have some teams. Um, one of our teams that we have is like Wisconsin. There's some other teams we have. And that kind of kicks off our season. And then we'll have some opens and some tournaments. So really excited for this, this, this season. Um, I think our team's looking really good. And I'm just looking to have a lot of fun, score lots of points this year. So, Awesome. Thank you very much, David Carr. All the best this year. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.